Hi everyone, welcome to Food Culture Curious. My name is Areli. I am a registered dietitian on a mission to help make nutrition recommendations more culturally competent. Today I'm with my friend Marjorie, who is a renal dietitian. We came to a restaurant and she talked to me all about Filipino food culture. And she's going to share a little bit about her recommendations with the Filipino population. Thank you for being here, Marjorie. Thanks, Sorelli. It's a pleasure to get together with you and enjoy some Filipino food. So my first question today is, what food culture do you identify with? And can you tell me a little bit about the foods that you grew up with? Obviously, it's Filipino <laughs> food or so-called Pinoy food. Um, grow, I grew up in the Philippines, and um, most of the foods that I grew up with, proteins, um, we live in an island surrounded by water, so mostly we ate fresh fish, um, vegetables, and for our starches, well, rice, as a lot of people know, and um, corn, we also eat sweet potato as part of the starches, and a variety of fresh vegetables like okra, eggplant, string beans, um, bitter melon, so those are the um, typical ones. So we tried a lot of different dishes here today. For those of you that follow on Facebook and Instagram, definitely make sure you check out the pictures and the reels. Um, there'll be more descriptions about the foods and the ingredients in the foods. But for the podcast, can you talk to us a little bit about some famous Filipino dishes? Yes, yeah, so you mentioned two of your favorites today were kare-kare and sinigang. So those are typical household main dishes uh, that are eaten um, if not every day during, you know, occasions. And we've also tried, we have adobo is very popular. Um, anyhow, or barbecue, like we grill fish, um, different kinds of fish or meat on, a skewer, on skewers. We also have bulalo or dinuguan, which is made with pork blood. I can't believe you were able to try that. <laughs> <laughs> that was impressive. And I'm glad it didn't scare you. Uh, we have crispy pata, lechon. It's a staple for major occasions. And we also have Bicol Express, Dinuguan for vegetables, spinakbet and chapsuy, and lumpiang sariwa are some of the um, basic or uh, common ones. And so in terms of cooking, um, a lot of our dishes are either, you know, boiled in boiled meat with vegetables and or um, we saute onion garlic with a little bit of meat and um, incorporate um, vegetables in season with it typical desserts or drinks that you remember yes so um halo halo and you can enjoy them in houston too so filipino restaurants um, or stores offer them um, we also grew up eating banana con yellow but buko pandan ginataan or bilo bilo sa gugulaman for the drinks um ube is my favorite personal favorite and leche flan is also very known and common is that flan like the mexican flan Similar, yes, but I think ours is sweeter, <laughs> and we love to smother it with um, caramelized sugar. Awesome. Okay, so can you tell me a little bit about challenges that the Filipino population faces when it comes to their nutrition care? 
Yes, so I know for sure that there is a high prevalence of diabetes in my country. And um, for the most part, I can speak being around the family I grew up with. Um, we didn't really pay so much attention to the relationship of food and health. Rather, we we associated food with, you know, pleasure, having family around. And it's really more of... Um, more of feeding our appetite <laughs> but nowadays you know more and more we are becoming aware and so usually when we age is when we start looking into foods that oh i sh that i should be avoiding or eating more of and also paying attention to certain ingredients like you know growing up we only use vegetable oils but now okay there's a healthier um option like uh, like the olive oil or using avocado oil for high heat type of cooking and uh, and stuff like that. Is there any foods in your culture that you associate with good health? Like if someone isn't feeling well, is there any particular foods that are recommended? Yes, I remember, you know, from when I was young, whenever we are sick, um, my mom would cook sopas, which is a macaroni, chicken macaroni soup with vegetables and milk in it, and also chicken porridge. Uh, we mostly call it um, lugao or arascaldo. And um, it's funny because uh, my husband is American, and his favorite Filipino food is rice porridge <laughs> like okay. did you know that we cook that for sick people whenever we're or eat it whenever we're sick most of the time um and so it just amazes him but he, he likes it a lot it's comforting mm -hmm. um, and it's also cooked with ginger and as we know ginger has anti-inflammatory effect mm -hmm. so um that gives a lot of benefit awesome so I know from my plate, which is something we learn about when we're becoming dietitians, it's hard to incorporate into different cultures because, for example, in my plate, everything's separated, right? You have the, the entree separated from the rice, separated from the produce. Is that something that you can use in the Filipino culture? Would there be a way to tailor it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely it can be used as a general guide. Um, but then again, you know, it all boils down to um, the relationship between food and your health. So now we are more aware and we have more tools of getting to know our body. Like, for example, taking um, micronutrient testing or a food allergy test and just looking into how body affects you. And I think it's it's uh, it's important to see what the root causes are and what your goals are in terms of your health, and in deciding um, which food to incorporate in your plate. Exactly, the way um, I talk about it with patients that are of like a Mexican descent, um, I remind them that it doesn't have to be structured in that way because a lot of our foods have the vegetables in the sauce you know like right. we don't really have vegetable sides everything's right. kind of combined mm -hmm. so i usually say like well think in terms of percentages like is most of the food in this guisado mm -hmm. or whatever it is you know vegetables versus meat so that's that's kind of how i use my plate in a way <laughs> yeah, so I remember I worked in a, in, in a food company before and I did a food analysis 
and I just imagine how difficult it is because normally we don't really separate um, food by itself. I mean, mm -hmm. we cook with a set of ingredients and there's just a small, some of it a small portion, some of it a big portion. And at the end of the, the cooking, it just goes to your plate without even weighing it or measuring it. And that's just the reality. Mm -hmm. Very true. Okay, so being um, a renal dietitian, what do you think about this term as far as uh, modifying the Filipino foods to help someone who's uh, on dialysis or has renal failure? Yeah, so um, as a Filipino myself, um, I find that a lot of us are easily influenced by other food cultures and we are also open to eating um, different uh, kind of foods. So, but some of us, you know, are still very much rooted into what we eat from when we were growing up. So, um, knowing that we usually cook with soy sauce, um, with salt, pepper, and also that most of our dishes have broth in it. So that's an important um, part to be explored when you're talking to a patient um, with a Filipino background and also how much they eat rice because we really love rice. <laughs> it can mean a form of rice itself, it can be a rice noodle, or it can be desserts that were made from rice flour. Yeah, especially since uh, a lot of patients on dialysis also have diabetes. Yes, being the number one of the number one causes of kidney disease. So just a quick clarification for those of you out there that are not renal dietitians, the reasons that it matters when you have renal failure, um, that the Filipino dishes are seasoned with soy sauce and that they have broth in them is that a lot of patients, especially later on in end-stage renal disease and when they're on dialysis, are on a fluid restriction. So usually patients are only allowed about a liter a day once they're on dialysis. And if their dishes are seasoned with soy sauce and are salty, that could make them thirstier, that could make them drink more. It could also make them retain fluids. And also all of the broth in their dishes have to count towards their fluid allowance. And the reason that she mentions the rice and the way that it impacts blood sugars is that we also have to monitor their potassium. And one of the reasons that a potassium could um, elevate is due to high blood sugars. Yeah. Thank you so much for all your wisdom. I feel like I'm learning so much today. Oh, thank you, Arely. <laughs> I'd be happy to. I'm so happy to share these things with you. Yeah. I hope I represented Filipino cuisine. Uh, right. <laughs> of course. Uh, and today we came to a restaurant called Filipiniana. And Filipiniana. what a surprise. I've never been here. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really good. Uh, again, if you're on Instagram, I'll have a, a reel and some pictures about the dishes that we tried today. Um, and if you don't, follow us on Food Culture Curious on Instagram and the Facebook group Food Culture Curious Dietitians. Yes. Any final comments today, Marjorie? Yes, and um, I think, you know, um, being open and um, meeting where the patients are because um, it really is the, the best change it comes from within, within them. And we are here to be supportive. And although uh, we know so much sometimes, 
um, it is important to know that um, patients really don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. I love that quote. That's a, that's a good recipe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Arely. It's a pleasure for me. <laughs> All right. And that's it for this week. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye. And finally, a quick disclaimer. Food Culture Curious is for educational and entertainment purposes only. I am a registered dietitian, but I am not your registered dietitian. If you have any healthcare concerns, please speak to a doctor. Thank you for listening.